Early Breakfast, 7.02, this morning. Lines are always open, 011-8830-702. Niklas Bauer hanging out with you until 6 a.m. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note as well, 072-702-1702. We've been talking about a number of things. Something that we haven't quite got to yet is these protests that are unfolding in America following the death of George Floyd. I'm hopefully going to be able to play some Nat sound from those protests as well as uh, some really pertinent words from the Reverend L. Sharpton, uh, as well as Donald Trump three years ago, encouraging police to not handle alleged criminals with kid gloves. And hopefully we get some sort of understanding that uh, the words that people in power utter has some serious repercussions. But first things first, COVID-19 has completely changed the game. I think that that is self-evident for not only uh, uh, South Africans as a whole, but in particular business owners and freelancers and your garden variety side hustlers that don't get a guaranteed paycheck come the end of the month in the best of times. Joining us to discuss exactly this, Selina Bieber. She's a senior regional director at Turkey uh, and uh, uh, Turkey Mina and GoDaddy, rather, uh, talking about the four stages in which freelancers and side hustlers can insert themselves in the digital reg- uh, revolution that is taking place alongside the coronavirus pandemic. Selina, good morning. <laughs> Uh, COVID-19 has completely changed the game and forced us to live our lives largely online. Yes, correct. We've been forced into a, well, we always wanted to, um, you know, help people get online. But I think now it's become a front of, top of mind, front of mind, because there's no other option, really. With everyone at home, it's the best way to connect. Now, this has been an absolute blessing for business people, freelancers, small companies that already operated online. I mean, I know, for instance, people that sell software uh, that protect you against computer viruses, business is booming. Uh, But for people that ran small businesses uh, that needed uh, face-to-face interaction between people or, you know, actual uh, feet on the ground foot traffic, well, it's been an absolute disaster. I wouldn't say disaster, but it's forced them into a mindset that they may not have felt comfortable considering before. I think digital, for those smaller businesses or people starting out that are not necessarily equipped with tech skills, they acknowledge the fact that a digital presence and online presence is a positive, but haven't taken the plunge. Um, And so that kind of fear of taking the plunge is something that they've had to overcome because the the global forces have pushed them into that direction. So it's it's been not not so much disastrous, but a a harsh reality for them to um, take take that step. So how do we take that step as a small business owner, as a freelancer, as a side hustler? There, uh, I mean, a lot of people have have made buckets of money with hand sanitizer, with getting in the, the personal protection equipment game. But if I want to take my small business online, where do I start? Let's start with the absolute basics. Uh, does, it, does it start with that mind change there? Yes, and I think it starts with knowing yourself. So to your point, some businesses have pivoted. I think the first question to ask normally in normal circumstances is what am I doing today? Where am I? And what assets do I have at hand? 
in this global situation, the, the other question to ask is, do I need to pivot my business? You know, we've seen examples. I've got close friends that have said, listen, I'm going to use my own know-how and turn that into a consultancy business. So how do I take this online? What's the first step? And it's more of a asking yourself the questions to market your business and help lay the foundation for a kind of marketing plan, which includes an online element. So asking questions like, what is my business? What does it do? Who are my customers? A customer, your customer base is a, you know, is a treasure chest to open it up and talk to them. Why, why do they choose you? What do they expect from you during this kind of pandemic time? Um, do you have any branding assets that you've developed that can also work in a digital environment? Um, what sets you apart from your competitors? Is there anything that you can, you know, really leverage even further in an online environment that um, will set yourself apart? And, and then how do you consider taking that online? Is there anything that is already digital within your existing business or do you need to start from scratch? And this should really lead you into a planning phase because the planning phase is where you take those answers to the questions that you've asked yourself and kind of ask where do I want to be in my journey online and in my overall business? Um, what is your goal for three months' time? What is your goal for six months' time? What is your goal for, you know, 12 months' time? But understand what you want to achieve online. You know, to your point, um, going digital for a small business is going to be very dif different from a large corporation. Um, the aim of going digital may be just to create a storefront or to have a number online so that they can... Uh, Selena, are you, are you with us there? We seem to have lost Selena once more. She's live on the line uh, from Australia, it, uh, it uh, sounds like there. And we are talking about trying to pull your small business, your side hustle into the digital realm even more than it was before. Because let's face it, I mean, uh, for as long as we have the COVID, vice, uh, COVID virus, uh, COVID virus, maybe, uh, we are going to need to keep social distancing as a part of our everyday lives. There's no way around it, really. Let, let's try Selena once more. Selena, are you there? Okay, I'll try and get Sam Tunter to give her a call back there. But talking about the absolute basics you should keep in mind if you want to put your side hustle, your small business uh, into the digital realm, my very next question had to be uh, finding the right partners to do so. I mean, if you are a... Uh, I don't know, a business that sells pet food uh, and you want to go into the digital realm after having to close your store at a local uh, shopping center, a booming store at a local shopping center. Well, I, I suppose it wouldn't work if you didn't have the correct courier service to go alongside and uh, ensure that you could convert those online orders into in-person deliveries in whatever way, shape or form that is needed. Calls 011-883-0702. That's 011 8830702. Uh, give us a call right now. I'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Uh, you can also drop us an SMS on 31702 or please uh, send us a WhatsApp voice note to 072 Yes, Selena? Yes, I'm here. Okay, fantastic. So I was saying uh, your your digital strategy may well fall to naught unless you find the right partners. And I used the example of a pet store. You may have done very, very well selling pet food to customers face-to-face -face at a small shop within a, a shopping center that people you know, saw a lot of foot traffic in. 
Uh, if you go online, if you don't find the right courier to turn those online sales into uh, in-person deliveries, well, then you're going to be dead in the water. It, it could be the case. I mean, this is always, it's, it's not just online, but it's, it's really for any supplier if you order delivery with or without an online presence. It still depends on, on who you choose as your partners. But, you know, to your point, the, the best way to approach it is do a little bit of research. So whether it's the, um, the courier, whether it's your, you know, website provider, um, ensuring that you are confident in, in your partners to be able to deliver the service that you promise because ultimately you want to have satisfied customers. Um, it's definitely a point to consider and, and shop around and ask different people what their experiences are and, and references as well. If you get a good reference, then it's likely that that's going to be a, a decent partner for you to move forward with. If you have any questions for Selena Bieber, this is the time to give us a call. Uh, we're talking about online marketing, sales, branding, anything in between. Uh, let's talk about social media. How do we turn Twitter followers and Facebook likes into sales? I would always say quality over quantity. So first and foremost, you know, when you consider your online presence, your digital presence, make sure that these leads and these followers are able to go somewhere. Social media is excellent for a conversation. So make sure that you have relevant content for them to engage with. You know, make sure you're sharing something that is of value to them, but also to your business. And then what is the end game? I mean, do you want these customers to visit your website and make an order? Do you want them to download a piece of content? Understanding what the objective is and how the customer journey or how the prospect journey should look like and building that is really important to ensure that, you know, you're getting quality leads, you're getting quality followers that ultimately benefit your business. Is it enough to, to have a, a, a strong social media presence? Some people, for instance, only have a Facebook page because the argument is, is that they just simply cannot afford a website. Um, I, it's, it's a good way to dip your toes in the water, but I would say that it's always good to have an integrated online presence. And the reason being is you control the experience on your website. You're able to build a very sophisticated customer journey or have a one-page digital business card. And it shows that you invest in your brand, whether it's a personal brand, whether it's a small business brand, whether it's a, you know, a new nascent brand that you're building and developing. Social media is good for there are a lot of audiences um, in terms of numbers, in terms of the sophistication of targeting. That's, that's where you have a conversation. But by um, highlighting that you have your own website, your own space, you can, you know, change the images that you show, your, your, you know your products, your services better than anyone else. And there's a bit of a misconception about the the cost of going online. I mean, you know, you can get a website for as little as a cup of coffee and a say croissant for, for a monthly fee and that um, that includes the back end sort of tech support, the backup. Um with GoDaddy we've got a product called Website Plus Marketing and that includes um, Google My Business, that includes email marketing, that includes the website. So it's an, an even tools to help you understand how your website is performing and what is driving the traffic. So it's much, much more accessible today than people would actually believe. Um, so I encourage people to go and explore and understand the options from a do-it-yourself perspective. 
Any questions for your small business? Uh, give us a call right now and ask Selena Bieber, Senior Regional Director uh, for Turkey Men in South Africa at GoDaddy. So what do we know when things are working and when things aren't working? How do we distinguish between the two? How do we call time on social media strategies that aren't working and those uh, that we should try and pour more resources, more time into? Um, understanding the, it's obviously data speaks here, but I think there are different ways if you se- if you segment the different channels. So on your website, for example, something as little as, oh, I'm getting a lot of calls from people who have visited and seen my website is an indication that your website and your online presence is doing well for you. When you start talking about a social media strategy that integrates platforms like Facebook or Instagram, you can see who is engaging with your posts. Like, for example, if you have a post that has been shared, let's say a blog article, for example, it's been shared quite a bit, then you know that this is content that people engage with. And you may compare that with a different topic that's only gotten maybe, you know, one share or zero shares. It's the same with link clicks. So from a Facebook post, if it's got a lot of link clicks that goes to your website, that means that the imagery or the copy that you use in that ad is, relevant for your audience and that that takes us back to quality over quantity if you're showing content to your audience that is relevant and and uh, appropriate for them then you will see those engagement stats move up and that's when you know you've got something good going obviously when they come to your website do you have a action that you want them to fulfill and then you can start seeing where they're engaging what are they visiting on your website what are they clicking on and that will tell you whether you know they're converting, whether it's the right kind of traffic that you want for your website. Selena, where are the uh, online resources we can access to try and just push a couple of these, uh, uh, a couple, uh, drive a couple of these basics home for small business owners and side hustlers? Um, I encourage you to visit uh, our website, godaddy.com co.za, godaddy.coza, because there we have a blog section. So if you go to the blog section, that's where we have a a very high amount of um, articles that talk about how to get started, very basic, choosing your domain name, but then also um, looking at how you can uh, enhance your digital marketing skills, how to integrate that with your website, and also gives a lot of product knowledge on what GoDaddy offers um, that would be relevant for someone really starting off at the very beginning of their digital journey. Selena Bieber, mighty pleasure we're chatting to you on uh, the basics that we need to keep in mind as the world goes more and more digital in the advent of the coronavirus pandemic.